0: Welcome to Millennial Money Honey Podcast. I'm your host, Katie, a single girl documenting my adventure to financial independence and working on retiring early at 35. This show is for all the honeys who make money. I share with you how to save money, how to earn more, and the resources I'm using to build wealth and retire early. This podcast is the audio for my videos and vlogs that I make documenting my journey. If you want to see me talking about this in real life, subscribe to the Millennial Money Honey channel on YouTube. Join me on my adventure to retire early and let's talk money, honey! Has your hobby started feeling more like a job and less like the fun hobby you anticipated? We are here to talk about that today, how to find a hobby and not experience like total burnout hobbies should be fun and this is my hobby and i want you to find a hobby that you too will love and want to wake up every day doing it and potentially can make money from and i believe any hobby can be turned into a profitable endeavor hey guys i'm katie a girl on fire and fire stands for financial independence retire early That's right, I'm retiring at 35 with 1.5 million dollars and I'm bringing you on the journey. So be sure to like this video, hit subscribe and let's talk money, honey. I've had a lot of like wannabe businesses starting from when I was in college. A girlfriend and I started a shop called Bows and Whistles because back in the day when I was in college, hair bows were like all the rage in SoCal like we would make and sell these on Etsy and like we would get orders like all across the country and it was really cool and we made like a couple thousand dollars just like making hair bows but at the end of the day once we graduated college it kind of like obviously crumbled because like who's like passionate about hair bows not me like you know maybe if I were Jojo Siwa like bows are her passion like and it works and like but like hand making thousands hundreds of thousands of bows like that was not very fun and obviously it wasn't sustainable so that kind of fizzled out. My next business was called Field Notes from Katie. And that was like my lifestyle blog. I was super into following um, Cup of Joe, who's like a mommy blogger. She's amazing. I love following her life and her story. And, her, um, and so that is totally something I wanted to emulate, but like more in a, like in my life. Um, obviously I'm not married and cute kids, but like I thought, okay, lifestyle, like I liked crafting. So I would make little crafty things and write DIY posts and put them on my blog as a Business of that, I also started like field notes from Katie, like Etsy shop to go along with that, which I would sell like jewelry branch tree holders, which were super cute, um, whale pillows and cloud pillows, and and you know, like it was a cute aesthetic, and I, I really enjoyed that, but I also wasn't like super passionate about keeping up with that, and it slowly fizzled out. Like, I also really liked vlogging at the time, and I would make little vlogs about you know, day in the life or little field trips around LA, field notes, field trip, it was like this whole like little cute field trip, field note thing vibe, and kind of random musings. That was really fun. But also like I wasn't extremely, extremely passionate about it, I would say, or didn't feel like I had enough going on in my life, I was always constantly like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Like, where can we go? Um, where can I get content? Um, and Yes, it was fun and I look back on those memories and I like look at that blog and I look fondly, but again, I wasn't, I would say like super stoked on it. I just was doing it because like, oh, I liked what she did. So I would just kind of copy it and do the same. And copying somebody is great for inspiration, like, but again, it's not sustainable if you're not coming up with your own kind of content and own ideas and yeah, so that fizzled out. And finally, my last business was a podcast that I started with a couple of girlfriends in LA. We were all single at the time and it was a lot of fun to like kind of get together like during the boom phase of. it's still booming, but like at the dawn of modern dating, Aziz Ansari's book, Modern Romance had just come out. We read it as a book club together and then it inspired me to start a podcast. So I got all my girlfriends, like four of us who were single, to actually start a podcast. It was fun to talk about dating in LA as young millennial women. And actually we ended up having like you know a pretty solid like listeners like couple couple hundred which i mean isn't crazy but like it was a pretty consistent following after a while to have all these people come and we would talk about like catfishing and hatfishing. fishing you know when like both guys like hide their baldness with ads um just all these like trendy dating terms of the time ghosting uh etc and it was really fun to you know do that with them But, you know, as people moved away, got boyfriends, things kind of just like fizzled out until there was nothing. I'm still really passionate about talking about dating and love and being really open about that, but it just wasn't really sustainable. And in the end, it was just kind of like me. And I didn't want to keep having to do that on my own. It was just kind of like, all right, this is dead. So that slowly, you know, fizzled away. And then finally, in 2019, started trying to be more sustainable. That is how I fell into personal finance. And this is what has stuck. I am still talking about money. I'm still obsessed about getting people, you know, to talk openly and be more comfortable about money, to turn people on to the idea of financial independence and retiring early. So this is truly what has stuck. I look back and I've been doing this for almost two years now and I've never ever ever been so consistent with anything. And so here are some of the key things that I think have led to me being able to be so consistent. I truly treat this like a hobby. I never had any intention of making any money from this at all. It wasn't like I started like my Etsy shop. I'm like, I'm going to make a thousand selling hair bows, hundred selling, you know, jewelry holders. No, this has always just been a hobby to share my own journey, my learnings, um, and kind of just talk about money with other people who like talking about money. I think going in from that approach, it's like, what do you like to talk about? What do you find yourself like bringing up in conversations with your friends naturally, you know? And whether that's like, yeah, starting a dating podcast or, you know, talking about the turtles, like anything like fish or whatever it is that you are, that you love doing. And if, you know, nobody paid you to do it, like, What would you start and what would you talk about? And it's okay to draw inspiration from other people. But at the end of the day, you have to think about like, yeah, like this is just what I like doing and nobody's paying me to do it. And that's, I think, where you need to start. Okay, so as you can see, I tried out a lot of things and a lot of things didn't stick, not until Millennial Money Honey. But I think the key to them is that, you know what? I didn't really spend that much money to test them out. Starting a podcast cost me nothing. We used our iPhones to voice record, I would edit it um, in GarageBand, and then I would put it out on the internet um, through Spotify. And Spotify was mostly free until we did it consistently enough. Um, Then we played for premium, but it wasn't until we we had tried it and um, pushed it out, then we were finally figure it was worth enough of our time and money to invest in. And that was split across four people. Um, for my bow shop, you know, bow material is really cheap. It was really cheap to make these bows and then put them on Etsy. And then my lifestyle blog, I did hosted through Blogspot, which is also free. So, you know, it wasn't any any skin off my back really to try these out. And now that I found Millennial Money Honey, I've been really consistent. Yeah, I've invested like $200 into my Squarespace site and you know, some other things, but like relatively like low investment because like, I you know, I was scared, like maybe I won't keep this up, I, I, I don't know. Um, but now that I have, I'm like more willing to spend the money now that I've, after I've seen that I can handle it. The platform I started on was Instagram because that was A, what was really popular at the time, And it was, it's really quick. Like maybe Twitter's even quicker than that, but I'm such a visual person. I love associating like a photograph with, you know, text and having that visual thing. So Instagram was the place that I started. And I started, you know, like just talking about money with like my 900 friends who followed me at the time it wasn't you know like i'm going to be a creator and starting a new account which is i think like kind of how a lot of people do it these days it was extremely organic for me and that has been kind of the staple of like my growth it's just like super organic growth i've never done any paid ads i've never done any like anything crazy, although maybe it would help. I don't you know, maybe I could be again getting more followers or things like that if I paid. But like that just again those are like vanity metrics, and like not necessarily something that you should find validation from. Although they are extremely important, I guess if you're working with brands. But like again, I haven't really worked with brands. So yeah, Instagram is where I started. And what's nice about Instagram is like it's almost a microblog. Um, I didn't have a blog for the longest time in a in tandem with my Instagram. I only had my Instagram where I was kind of like talking about four hundred and one Ks just one post at a time and i and something that was key to my success was i told myself you know like do three posts but like don't overthink it don't just like full send like if you find a picture that you like that you've taken um i'm always taking photos so this kind of like fueled my creative like need but then i would just like take a picture type the caption and send it. Like I I try not to like plan things out too far in advance because otherwise um, I just felt like work. And again, like I think the key to finding a hobby you stick with is like not thinking about like, oh, I have to do this. Like this is work. It's just like, oh, this is inspired to me. Share like this. Share. Like it's not too time consuming. So I started with Instagram. I think TikTok is another really cool platform. Um, It still allows that creativity, but it's a lot more visual, but you don't, I also don't spend too much time on it. Just things like that happened to be on my mind that day, or, you know, are a piece that corresponds with the YouTube video I'm launching. Like these things like that, like will inspire like the micro content of TikTok. And I think that's really key is like, not stretching yourself to do like these, have these grandiose ideas that you aren't able to accomplish. It's about staying itty bitty, itty bitty, like itty bitty, like little enjoyable moment of your day, and that's it. Like you need to like what you do. So I think the key, yeah, this again not long before I'm blogging. I've moved into YouTube now because I know I do like creating content and putting together videos and uh, a lot of it, like I think I think there is an element that's kind of like missing from the YouTube like space is like personal finance and lifestyle. So I'm still trying to like figure out like what I love without it being too overwhelming and setting myself these. I did set myself up with a high goal of putting out a YouTube video a week. And you know, sometimes I'm actually like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. Cause like I get, I'm getting stressed and I'm if things stress me out, like, I'm very protective of like myself and my time because I don't want to ever have to look at this like it's a job and I have to do it. Um, even though there will be moments when I'm like, gosh, what am I doing this or this? Like, If i stop enjoying it like i kind of cut that out and something that was key for me in this in starting instagram is the naturally like built-in community you already have so i think if you're starting like a blog or a podcast i think it's a bit harder to network naturally through those like platforms it's not like your blog is suddenly discoverable even if you're promoting pins on pinterest it's definitely missing like a social component um in the way that like TikTok, Twitter, Instagram are not or are already built in. So it's a lot easier to connect with people. If they're like jewelry makers, like you can connect with other cool jewelry designers like and you already have that built in network um, or easily findable network in those platforms versus yeah, a blog you kind of have to like drive traffic through your blog, but you have to kind of use social media too. So I think just focusing on the social media part was really key for me to being successful. And I'm not saying you need like the likes and followers, but even just like the, the people you talk to regularly, who you end up like becoming like Instagram friends with, like those are the people that really keep you going when you're like kind of feeling low when they check in. So you did XYZ like, that's So cool, congrats, I love that piece of information um, that you shared. Building in a social network truly keeps you going. But podcasts I think are also kind of like hard to network unless you're self-promoting through other social media platforms or inviting guests on your blog to kind of use that promotion through you. But again, it all goes back to social networking I think is the key to finding a community that like enjoys and supports you, um, really keeps you going on your journey. Okay, something I pride myself in is, again, lazy slash efficientness. Again, if you didn't watch my video from last week, I definitely think you should go check it out because um, something that I do in my content, which I think is really key, is reusing the same stuff across like multiple, multiple platforms. For example, I take my YouTube video, I film it, and you're, this is what you are watching. But then when I upload it to YouTube, I take a transcript of the thing and create a blog post using the exact words that I'm already talking about on YouTube. This is how I am super efficient. My YouTube creates my blog post and the thumbnail that I use for my YouTube thumbnail, I use it to add it to the blog post and tag that to Pinterest. And then since I'm already talking about the subject, which today it's, you know, how to not burn out on your hobby and find a hobby you're truly passionate about and can stick with, then this will become a short form. I'll probably go film like a TikTok or a reel after this and just kind of distill it down to the highlights. And that becomes a TikTok and an Instagram Reel. So I'm able to cross promote on both platforms that can be shared to my stories. And then I will also create a post that goes along with it that kind of summarizes it for, so I'll hit people like with it over and over and over again. And even though people might find this like, I don't think annoying, but like, maybe like, oh, she already said that. I think doing it in a way that's visually different and each post is like different then I'm able to really reach people. However, they would want to and prefer to be reached. And I'm also hitting home the messages because I think it, you know, you can listen to something and it sinks in once, but it doesn't, it's not until you like reabsorb the message over and over again that you are actually like hearing what I have to say. So I think being smarter about working is how I am able to not burn out because if I spent like 20 hours on, each new piece and wasn't utilizing it across everything then you know you'll burn out if you spend too long doing stuff so i really try to maximize all of my time and effort and i think that is really key so yeah test things out try it out you never know what you're going to like um be sure it's like a low investment at first until you know you're going to be consistent with it Um, utilize all your content like across everything like be super duper duper efficient otherwise you will burn out and i think building a community is like a huge priority and something you should really focus on and like finding cool people you like people who inspire you who push you motivate you to do better try better um and just be your best uh and show up every day because you'll want to like hang out with these people hang out just start really small and then scale 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 i don't think i would have been able to do a youtube channel if i if I only started this first because it's a lot, a lot more work and I am. this is truly an investment in my time and my energy but I love it so that here I am. If you have any tips for not burning out and finding a passion in your hobby, be sure to leave a comment below. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to see or hear more videos slash podcasts like this, be sure to like and subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, so you get notified when the next video drops and let's retire early together.